Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Michael K. is on the radio today. And he ain't afraid to say what he's thinking. How are you? January 23rd, 2024. The K Show is on the air again. 22 years and running. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. 22 years and running. Michael, Don, and a late edition of Peter. How many years has it been? Just with you? A, oh, I just got here. I just got here eight and a half years. Ago. Eight and a, doesn't well, seem isn't that it long. Twenty one years and running. July fifteenth will be twenty two years. Uh, We're not well, there yet. I'm going because you live in the. I'm in the year. Right. So you walked around as a as an infant. Saying I was one years old when you were like three months old because you were in your first year. But you know right. what? So then you you're, know what? So what are you? You so know what? You're sixty three then. Because you're in your 63rd year, you don't. No, do I'll that. be celebrating my 63rd birthday on February 2nd. Right, but you're and not, you'll be celebrating your 56th well, February 13th. That's right, but you'll be 53 on Sunday. Yeah, well, how old is that drop? Because what was the original? Well, he was turning. He was he was turning 58. Was that it? Wow! Can we find that Five drop? Well, no, see? think about it. He said, "I'm 57." I'll right. be 53. Well, oh, that's Saturday. what it was. So 50. So he's going to be 58. That drop is five years old. If it was a day. Um, some NBA news we start off with, and it shows you that sports is tough, man. The Milwaukee Bucks are thirty and thirty-one, uh, yeah, thirty and thirteen. A bunch of hacks. They are number two in the Eastern Conference, right behind right. Peter Celtics. Let me let me give you that record again: thirty and thirteen. First year head coach Adrian Griffin, who took over for Mike Budenholzer, who actually won a championship with them, and then got fired because right. allegedly Giannis didn't like him. Well, they fired Adrian Griffin today. They fired Adrian Griffin. I guess Adrian the coach Griffin. doesn't matter. <laughs> what does Giannis want to coach, have it be his coach? By the way, they look very foolish over there, though. Uh, anytime you ridiculous. fire a guy the first year, you you it's on you. Well, you're 30 it's and 13, you. so uh, you obviously picked the wrong guy. I mean, you're winning, but there's something about him but, you but, don't but, like. When does this happen, though? Well, I, I can't remember anything like this happening. I, I do know that over the last couple of weeks, if you're watching First Take... Stephen A. has said he's going to lose his job because that defense is so bad. And and what they've done is they sat back and they go, okay, we're 30 and 13. We can't win a championship the way we're playing right now. I mean, with Damian Lillard and and Giannis, I mean, they're right in the middle of it at 30 and 13. So obviously what this is, is this is a clear shot that they don't think they can win a championship without... Without another right. coach, so so then that means you got to make a change, right? So you I don't guess. get caught up in the in the record. I remember um, the Devils firing Robbie Fatorik with eight games left in the season. They fell out of first place. Right, they were just in a slump. They were going to make the playoffs. 
And they went to Larry Robinson, and they went on the run. They won. This, they won the uh, Stanley Cup because he didn't feel Robbie Fatorik was the right guy. Same thing with the Bucks. Like if you don't think he's the right guy, you don't look at the record thirty and thirteen. You say to yourself, "Is this defense good enough to win series?" Now, what scares me though is that it sounds like Doc Rivers might be the front runner. Right. I don't. Do you think that's the answer? Well, he's won. A I know. I know he's won a championship, but he's also like you know, get ready for the Bucks to blow a three-one series lead at some point, right? I mean, that's oh, yeah. kind of like what's been happening, right? It's a, that's no panacea, but I guess if he fits the uh, the narrative that they want with the players that they have, I, I guess that's a good choice. He's won a championship before, but I don't, I don't, I don't mind an organization saying. We've set our sights for a championship. We don't think this guy can do it for us. We've got to make a change. You know what? I, I never understand when there's when there's jobs open like this and, and you're trying to win a championship. Why wouldn't you make a phone call to Jeff Van Gundy or Mark Jackson? Oh, here you go again. Think about it. Well, what, something's going on then, right? There has to be something going, going on with on. both of them. Because Jeff Van Gundy took a, a, a limited, limited talent Nick team and took them to the championship. A they didn't t- win. It's a long time ago now. A long time ago, but he is a good coach. He is a good coach, and Mark Jackson is the one who laid the seeds for the Golden State Warriors. And what about Buck Showalter? You know what? He's free. Why not? Give him an opportunity. What about, I'd like to find out what it is. He's a good coach, seems like a good guy. Do you mean with JVG? Yeah. I mean, painstakingly won't even talk about a job. That somebody else already well, has. Well, you know, well, no one has this job now, Jeff. Right, but Go but even it. then, I bet you, I bet you, if we had him on, he wouldn't say a word about it because he's just that kind of guy. Like well, the, the, the seat's too warm for me to talk about it now. Like he's such a nice guy. But what is it about him? There must be some narrative out there that we don't know that scares them off. Maybe he coaches too hard, and, and guys don't want to be coached that hard. But in uh, going back to what you said, if they see it doesn't work, you have to get rid of them. But going back to what Peter said. You just did an exhaustive search. You fired a coach who's considered to be a really good coach. I, I'd like now, to say, what a title. On this program, right. I, I was disgusted when they got rid of Budenholzer. Right. I just thought, what expectations do you have for the Milwaukee Bucks? They win the division every year. Right. He's won a championship. How much do you want? And they also fired him after his brother had died, too. Right, right. Oh, and then he's coming off of a playoff where he was distracted, obviously, right. dealing with the death of his brother. So it does show you that you know players get coaches fired. That's what, but forget about not playing because they're thirty and thirteen. They have obviously played well, but Giannis probably doesn't like him. And then Giannis did like him before. That's one of the reasons he got the job. You gave the guy a multi-year contract and you fire him after forty-three games. That's that's an indictment on the organization or the lack thereof. I mean, it's dumb people. That's not what you do if you're a smartly run organization. That's not what you do. You just not you don't do that. So you're going to go to Doc Rivers and that leaves Mike and Doris. That's pretty much what it means. What does that mean? That they'll be doing the NBA Finals. Oh, yeah, that's true. Unless they take either Richard Jefferson or... or um, Well, they'll find a third person. Or J.J. They've Reddick. Got, they've got enough time to find somebody. But that's not fair to Mike, either. I mean, he's breaking in a new... That That's why when you hire a guy like Doc Rivers... Doc Rivers is... I'm sorry, I like Doc. He, he's a broadcaster until he gets his next job. That's why Jeff Van Gundy was so good... For ESPN, because it didn't seem like he was going to get a next job. He was there for what, eighteen years? Yeah, that's a pretty nice way to set up a great booth. But you know, but Doc, Doc takes Rivers, job, I mean, what ESPN should have done. You can't take a job the first year. I'm sorry, you got to give us at least a year or, or two, or make a guarantee. Right? They just have to make. A, but if you're Doc Rivers, you don't hesitate a little bit to go take that job. No, no, 
Not with those players. You think they're championship ready? I just oh, got to show yeah. up and go win one. They won a championship already, and they got they're better with Damian Lillard. They were pretty championship ready in Philadelphia for Doc. Couldn't right. get it done. And this this uh, owner obviously has a very itchy trigger finger. I don't know. He got a nice cushy job hanging out with the great Mike Green. Green. What I say? I thought you said Green. I'm not sure, but I think I said Green. <laughs> and we'll find out. Either way, I don't know. I, I I guess it's sexy. You're right because it's a team that can win a championship. But guess what? Clippers could have won a championship with Doc. Didn't. Philly could have won a championship with Doc. Didn't. But that that we're not saying that it's going to be Doc's job. That's certainly the rumor early. And we're going to have Alan Hahn on Alan Hahn on on there more at about three thirty. His name is Alan Hahn or Alan Hahn. It's Alan Hahn on. Okay. Well, what would you think would be worse, me mispronouncing Alan Hahn or you calling him Mike Green? No, well, I mean, both makes sense because obviously you. you know the names of these individuals, but Han on that's a slip. It, Green Breen, that's a slip. No, no, that's 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 a misstep. Han on Han on is a slip. Han on is the cousin to Jordan Ron on. Right. In case you didn't know, Han on sentence. Han, Han on sentence. Sure. We have the Knicks and the Nets tonight. That's in Brooklyn. I'll throw out the record books when those two get together. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, the Nets want to throw out the record books because I, I, I'm not quite sure what they're doing. And with the trade deadline approaching in the, the first week of February, what do you do? I, I mean, I read a story the other day that the Nets had been offered last year four first-round draft picks for Mikel Bridges. Four! And they turned it down because they're afraid to rebuild. Well, okay, if you're afraid to rebuild and Joe Sy, the owner, doesn't want to rebuild, well, what are you doing anyway? Well, what are you How doing many now? games under 500 are they, Don? Well, they got to be like, what, seven? Well, that, that's rebuilding without saying you're rebuilding, and there's not a star on the team, and there was a story in the post here that nobody's watching them on TV. No one. They do get sellouts at Barkley Center. No one's watching no, they, their they, games. They, they, there's no star power. Well, honestly, you know, you know, you know what that is. That's a tribute to the Barkley Center, the building. Mm-hmm. So it's a fun time. It's a good experience. If you're if you're in Brooklyn, why no, would they, you not go to the Barkley Center? But does yeah. that mean when you get home, you want to watch them play no, a game of basketball? No, no, what it tells you is is that they probably have you know the, the the fans that are enough to fill the building and then a few extra, but they're they're not being watched. But what's interesting about them? What's interesting about them? They're seven. They're officially yeah, seven games under five hundred. There's not not. There's no like I've got to see this guy play. Just, player. You know, just came back from a Western swing in which they went one and two. They, they beat the Lakers, but lost to Portland and the Clippers. Uh, they're, they're, right now, they still could get the play in, but I don't think anybody thinks they're going anywhere. Meanwhile, the Knicks are a team that's that's the arrows clearly pointing up. Unless this Hartenstein injury, though, it's got to have you nervous, right? It gets me a little bit nervous for sure, and we'll talk to Alan about that. Uh, now, the Heat have made their trade already. They brought in uh, Rozier. Uh, Kyle Lowry went the other way. So that's probably the best that they're going to do. The Knicks still, they're in on Brown, who they like as defensive presence, and they they tried to sign him in the offseason, but they didn't have enough money. They they only offered him their veteran minimum of 12.4, and they're getting $25 million a year. So can they get him from Toronto? Uh, we'll see. Uh, can they get DeJounte Murray? Because the Knicks are a really good team. Well, a really good team. And if you want to make them better, this is not the blockbuster trade that we're waiting for, but this is a trade that makes them better for this year if they make a deal in February. Well, the Pacers have made their deal. Have they won since they made it? They've lost a couple in a well, row. Well, it's hard to like you know integrate That's players. That's true. Uh, but still, you know, time you know running out. We're already in the second half of the season. You know, Miami's lost three in a row. But here's the thing. You want to get that four seed, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Cleveland's won eight straight. Right. Yeah, you know, so that's that's the team that you want to try to be better than you were last year, but you want to try to get that four seed. But they're certainly in a position to do it. Are we um, we'll have the Hall of Fame announcement in baseball 
right around ENN. And Why you know, six? Can I ask that? I have it no all, idea. It's every it, year. But no, but but like that's it, all their awards. If you, if you want to tell me that the MLB network wants to get ratings, Probably then, then have it at eight. You know, have it in prime time. So right. you know what, on six o'clock. But if you're going to do it where you want to try to get buzz around baseball, why don't you do it earlier so we can actually discuss it? It's an excellent point. Well, then we can discuss it tomorrow. But uh, it looks like Beltre is going to make it. Um, and he's going to make it easily. Um, Billy Wagner has a chance. Mm. Todd Helton has a chance. Uh, Gary Sheffield is right there on the uh, on the precipice, okay. and this is his last year. So far, what you've described leans much more towards Griffin from Connecticut than Prime Suzanne Summers. You know what I'm saying? Wow. wow. What's the one that I missed, though? Well, you got Utley. Uh, Chase, well, Utley, I don't think he's going to make it. Though. Yeah, I don't think he. Oh. So getting in is Beltre, Wagner, Helton. Helton, and there was one other. And the big question mark is whether or not, whether or not, oh, Joe Maurer will get in. Yeah, Joe, Joe Maurer is going to get in. Uh, David Wright, we'll see what kind of uh, support that he gets. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see with Sheffield. Also, Andrew Jones. Uh, uh, this is his last year. I think it's his ninth year. And this is Billy Wagner's ninth year as well. Yeah, I, I was seeing a lot of support for Chase Utley. I don't get it. And, and that's not me hating on him. I don't, I don't. as a Met fan, I don't hate him the way a lot of Met fans do. Everything went down with the Dodgers and all that. He's a hard-nosed player. It's tough to like him as a Met fan, but he's somebody that I'd love to have on my team. And I know he compiled a lot in the postseason, but he only won the run, one ring. But he is a six-time All-Star. All right. Won the Silver Slugger four times. Ooh, I mean, I don't know. I think they've devalued the Hall of Fame. You start saying, well, he's a really good player. You're describing well, you, somebody that's not a Hall of Famer. You know me. what bothers me, though, Don, is that one of the things that they're giving Chase Utley, you know, there's a, this is a guy, Peter Gammon said this in The Athletic, every time he came to the ballpark, all he cared about was winning. Okay, then Brett Gardner's a Hall of Famer. I mean, there's well, a lot of players like but, but, that but, uh, that just aren't great, great players. Right, but I just, maybe, maybe it's a bias to me, but I think of the Hall of Fame as the greatest ever to play the game. So when I say, really, Chase Utley, oh, he's a, he was a good ball player. Well, you're describing somebody that's not a Hall of Famer. Right. Very good is not Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame is outstanding. It's great. It's the greatest to ever play the game. That who belongs there. And listen, Sheffield has that magic number of 500, although since PDs, that isn't a magic number anymore. It's not like 3,000 hits. He's close to 3,000 hits. But, so. you know, he's also compiled. He plays till he was 40. Mm-hmm. He won a batting title. I, I'm not putting him in, in the Hall of Fame, and I'm not putting Billy Wagner in the Hall of Fame. I mean, I, I and understand it's tough for closers, and I'm not going to judge everybody around Mariano Rivera, but did Billy Wagner, like, consistently throughout his career, strike fear was automatic? Well, the thing with Billy Wagner is, and we, we were talking about this off the air, if you look at advanced metrics, he was better than most pitchers when he pitched. I mean, Here's top the of the line. If I have to look at advanced metrics, then I'm working too hard to determine if you're the home well, it should, right? It's got to pop but, at me, Peter. It's got to be like a splash in the face. If I've got to search for it. Do you realize that he just said it, the advanced metrics show that he's better than most other pitchers? Well, yeah, that should be obvious. We're at a Hall of Famer, right? Well, it, we need advanced metrics to tell you that? <laughs> They, they should all be better than most other players. And listen, Billy Wagner was a man, and I like him. He's a, he's a, he's a really right. good closer. But like, when well, I'm thinking Hall of Fame, I got, I got this. This that's, no one, no one, no one on this list is giving me any movement. Well, this might have given you some movement. No mango for you. This, no. this might have given you some movement. One of your other places of employ, the WWE yeah. signed mm. a five billion dollar ten right. year deal with Netflix. Yeah. Uh, which could also go to 20 years or it'd be cut to five from what I've read. Okay. 
I mean, there's got to be some more money in there for you. There's more Gucci sweatshirts, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, it, it, it certainly sounds good for business, uh-huh. no doubt about it. Um, th- for the immediate future, it sounds like the premium live events, which are what I work, are still going to be on Peacock. Mm-hmm. Um, and then internationally, they'll be on Netflix, with Raw picking up on Netflix in January 25. But it's a pretty historic move, I got to tell you. This new version of WWE with uh, Nick Khan and Triple H at the helm, they're really making their imprint felt. This is a major, major change. And, and this is not anything pejorative toward wrestling. But it's obviously a scripted program. Which, which you could definitely uh, DVR if you want. But it does. It's hard on Netflix. Well, here's what's interesting, though. I'm going to just I'm going to push back. Okay. I'm going to say what's fascinating about this is that more than any other dramatic television. WWE is the closest you can get to the sports TV, and right. wanting that live experience because when a big moment happens, you don't want like to hear sports, about it. you don't want right. to hear about it. So it is interesting. That is the first, you know, it's a really big first step in terms of getting a weekly, it's the, it's the longest running ever weekly episodic program. And that is now leaving cable television and going to be on a streamer. Will it, will it stay on Monday? They're not yes. sure. They, don't, oh, they, 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 didn't they said they're that? not sure. It's not confirmed. But but the but the reason I bring up they got five billion for ten years. The NBA is negotiating its contract right now. Now you can say the NBA is not as hot as it's been, but it's still a pretty nice property. They, I mean, don't they don't they get to do more than WWE? Yeah, I would think so because well, their deals include multiple games a week, right? So and would they would they go that deep into a streaming oh. service? Everybody fought the playoff game that the NFL had on Peacock. That's the future, baby. But, Learn how to stream. That's the future of your sports. Here's the one thing. It's it's the argument that I would have about like the popularity of sports, right? Like somebody would say to me, "Well, come look at look at NASCAR. They, they had a race on Sunday and it did better than the NHL game on ESPN." Well, of course, because every stock car fan is going to watch that event. Correct. Every wrestling fan is likely going to watch Raw. But a individual NBA game, not every NBA fan is going to watch that game. So right. um, it, it's interesting, right? Like, as big as the NBA is from a national standpoint, you know, you start putting five or six games on, you know, not everybody is going to watch every one of those games. Some of them they will. If you put the Lakers and LeBron or whatever. But, you know, part of saying the reason the NBA maybe isn't as hot, like who's the next guy? Who's replacing LeBron? Like who's the next superstar you're going to want to have to see? Otherwise, you're talking about local games that some people may watch, some people may not watch. Every wrestling fan's going to watch that event on well, Netflix. Yeah, I mean, uh, That's why it's so valuable. So Raw, Raw gets somewhere between, you know, 1.5 and 2 million viewers a week. When does the NBA get that on a game in the regular season? Do they ever get it? One point five, sure. They can get well, that for, for, oh, the, yeah. for those Saturday night ABC. I don't Got know it. what the Wednesdays T- are doing. T- T- TNT doesn't do that though on a Thursday, yeah, do they? They could be like, I mean, according to the game, they could get a million. Get a million. Yeah. So maybe even a little more. But their Sunday night baseball gets more than that, right? Yes, Sunday night baseball. What does Sunday night baseball do? The regular broadcast? About one point seven. Something like that. Okay. And then, uh, you know, the Saturday game on Fox does okay. But, I mean, and then, then you get the NFL, right? Everybody hold my beer. The the Bills-Chiefs game, 50 million That's, viewers. 50 million. For the second round it's of the It's not the, the largest playoff game ever, it, I believe, other than the Super Bowl. It's almost, like, unfair for the NFL to be compared to other sports because it's getting numbers that other programs don't get. Right, that TV doesn't produce you know, what, are, what are the Oscars going to get? Maybe under 10 million. 
I mean, the, the Emmys, which were really well done, got four point three million. What? What well, massive show is on television that if they had a finale like Mash or the Seinfeld, like what? What number would you think you would get? Well, what's even the biggest show on television? No, we don't know. Don't even know anymore. It's NFL games. They're always right. Uh, NFL, it's always an NFL uh, game. Game of Thrones everything. by the end was really big. I think it closed out with close to ten million. Right, but that was after years of building and right. building. And it didn't get much, that early. That's pretty much what Amazon gets for bad Thursday night football. Right, a streaming service. So, yeah, the world is changing. Everybody, you got you got to embrace it. You might not like it, but you got to embrace it. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We'll start up with Isaac in East Orange. What's up, Isaac? Hello, Mike. How you doing? Good. How are you? Okay, I was just calling because you commented on something that I was just thinking about for the last week or so, watching the Nets on Yes. Right. They don't even advertise the team. They advertise the superstars coming into Brooklyn. I, I, I have noticed yep. that. I yep. know it because what are you going to advertise with the Nets? I know. But I was having like an early 1980s flashback when they used to do that. Well, remember, well, but, wasn't but it the- Isaac, the reason, I mean, if, if Yes is doing that, and I am not privy to you know their advertising campaign, if they're doing it, that tells you there is no one on the Brooklyn well, Nets that's worth it. Saying, oh, they come watch the game. Uh, I, I see it. Uh, yeah, I think they said LeBron. Yeah, uh, the, 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 the guys that are coming here. And it's eerily rem- reminiscent, if you remember, in the latter days when they were playing at the Meadowlands. Right. And they might have done it at the Rock, too, where they would have giveaways of jerseys of the opposition. Like, when they were playing the Lakers, they would give you, like, a, a, a giveaway for a Kobe jersey. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the level. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I don't want to be that guy, but that's what we're talking this about. It's an under 500 team. That just a couple of years ago, Don had Durant, Kyrie, and Harden. There's not a star on the team. They're good players. I think they're better than than their record says they are, no. but it's not must-watch TV. And think about it. I'm not, I'm not sitting here being a homer for yes. It's an unbelievable broadcast. It's got Ian Eagle, Sarah Kustak, I mean, Vince Carter. No, it's always been uh, I mean, top of the line. I mean, it's a top-of-the-line broadcast. Not, that's not enough. It's not enough. I mean, people, are, as much as I love Ian Eagle... They're not tuning. I gotta hear. I gotta hear Ian Eagle today. I mean, you're tuning in for the game. It's it's an incredibly well produced product, and the fact that Yes is running promos about the other team's players tells you all you need to know. The Nets just don't have that that it factor. They don't. So you don't want to rebuild. But essentially, what are you doing? Let's go to William in Manhattan. William. Yes. What's up, guys? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I'm calling because of that Bucks firing. I guess Giannis took a playbook out of LeBron when LeBron fired Griffin mm-hmm. this season with a winning record and after going to the finals. Now, at least LeBron won the finals that year. What happens if Giannis doesn't win the finals this year? What's the blowback on that one? No, nah, there, there, there is no blowback because he's Giannis. I mean, he's Giannis. So, I mean, he's one of the greatest players in the game. So, it's not going to be any blowback. Hey. To the end of time, or since the beginning of time, players have run the show. Magic Johnson got Paul Westhead fired. He just did. He wanted Pat Riley in there. He got him fired. I'm sorry. So, I mean, Magic Johnson, considered a really good guy, they swing it around, and they should. This is their chance. But it's an awful bad look for Giannis, though. You wanted this guy to be hired, and then he gets fired? 43 games in when the team is 30 and 13? That's a bad look. That's a bad look for the organization. And it's a bad look for Giannis, who pushed out Budenholzer Budenholzer, and then wanted this guy in. Not good. It's a bad look. 
It's the ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. We're giving away over $10,000 in cash and prizes. All qualifiers will get a $25 Fanatics gift card and a chance of one of 10 Superbox prizes. Get your box for the big game by listening mornings to DPHO and Rothenberg and afternoons to Barton Hahn and the Michael K Show. This year's big game payouts are $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Telemore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Telemore Dew Honey and Security Dodge. Come get some. For full contest details, go to superboxbonanza.com. Okay, Alan Hahn will join us in studio oh, yeah. in just a moment. We're going to break it down for the people, what the Knicks need, the trade that the Heat made, and Adrian Griffin getting fired. So all of that is on the table when Alan joins us next. Hey, DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. Chiefs, Ravens, Lions, 49ers. Who will make it to the big game? Plus, everyone gets a no sweat same game parlay for every playoff game day. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Empire. New customers can bet just five bucks to get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Empire. The crown is yours. You must be 21 plus and physically present in New York. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no-sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No-sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualified bet. Eligibility, max reward limits, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts.
Let me tell you about Game Time, brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Uh, the Knicks and the Nets battle in Brooklyn. Coverage begins at 7 right here on 98.7 ESPN. John Giannone and Alan Hahn will give you all the action. The Rangers close out their West Coast trip Ugh. in San Jose with coverage starting at 10 That's right. on 10.50. A little Don LaGreca. And then the Islanders host Vegas with a puck drop at 7.30 and streaming on the ESPN New York app. That's Game Time, brought to you by Tullamore Dew. Irish whiskey, because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore do the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore do or try the brand new Tullamore do honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore do responsibly. Well, I'm always excited to see our next guest, and uh, if you're watching on, yes, you should be excited too, because finally get a good looking guy on the air. A really Very good. good. And that really is good. Alan Hahn, he and Bart Scott do the show before our show from noon to three. And then, listen, I don't want to be that guy, but he's, I think he's the best looking guy on this series. I think station. it's Between really him, close right. with him and Rick. I don't yeah. think it is there, there's, nobody's close at MSG. Oh, on, oh, on MSG? Yeah. On, on who? Um, oh, it's tough. Wow. I can't think of anybody. Wait, wait, wait. The, the, the network employs Henrik Lundqvist. Oh, you know what? Oh, it's a great yeah. thing. Yeah. No, I can't <laughs> let you go there. No, yeah, but that's that's the, and Donald Trump, you're on the air more than him. But he's still He's still there, though. And, and Brian Boyle's a pretty good-looking guy, yeah, too. Yeah. And you know what? I'm just asking a question. No, he's better-looking than Valakette. Mahan has a Valakette look to him. Actually, yeah, Valak. Yeah, yeah. Valak's no, he's guy. not. He's not uh, an ugly guy. We're, we're talking, Listen, here, we're talking about the gold standard. But here, it's just this, this, is, this, is, this is the Kate Upton of sports radio. Yeah, the, the gold male standard. Kate yeah. Now so, that you've made me feel incredibly I mean, Bill uncomfortable. Pito, I like Thank Bill Pito, but no. <laughs> Do you know? No. Well, Wally's a good-looking guy. Yeah, he is. He's better looking than Wally. Well, but Wally, wow. Wally's in the convo. I mean, you should. Certainly should have thrown him out there. You you could see he's visibly uncomfortable. <laughs> well, why do you think I'm doing it? All I mean, right, so uh, Adrian Griffin. <laughs> Another company I might be enjoying this conversation for That's right. years. Adrian Griffin. Yeah, not a surprise. 30 and 13. Yeah. Their defense has been terrible. Awful. But why'd you hire him in the first place? Why didn't you know this about him? Well, because I think they hired him for Giannis. Remember, he was an assistant there right. previously. And, and so there was a relationship already built in. They had just moved on from a veteran coach. Doc was interviewed. And they didn't give Doc the job. Now, of course, sounds like Doc's probably going to get the job. It's like, all right, we made a mistake with this guy. Let's now bring in an experienced coach. Um, but, yeah, the, I think this had a lot to do with keeping Giannis happy, which has been everything they've done, including trading for Dame, which, oh, by the way, when you look at it, didn't quite work out because their defense got worse. But and if the you Celtics make got Giannis, better. If you want to make Giannis happy, though, mm-hmm. this is not going to make him happy, getting rid of his guy. No, they had they had issues too. Oh boy, no, really? Yeah, once he took over his coach, they, they had assistants. So Terry Stotts, who coached with Portland for many years, many years, came in and he was on the staff and he quit because he, uh, I, I guess, as the story goes, Griffin called him out in front of the group during a practice. You don't do stuff like that, especially a guy like Terry Stotts. Everybody loves Terry Stotts. So around the league, when people saw that, they're going, okay, there's already an issue here. And that just little by little, he added out with Giannis one time. I think it was during a timeout. And and you could just feel this team. As much as they were succeeding because of their talent, there was definitely a toxic issue within the within their group. And it just over the last week or so, a lot of people were getting this sense that this isn't going to last. I thought All Star break, like I thought they'd take it to the All Star break. You got plenty of time then to bring somebody in, and they would probably let him go there because you see them get smoked in Cleveland on national TV. They lost by like forty points. It was mm-hmm. embarrassing. That was a bad one. You don't lose, but then they barely beat the Pistons in home in, in two games, and the Pistons are terrible. 
And then you just start to realize, like, uh, there's a, uh, an underlying issue that's never going to get fixed. They had to fix it by making a change, but this is drastic. And now, of course, uh, we'll see if there's an impact made with whoever it is, but it sounds like it might be Doc Rivers. So you say it might be Doc Rivers, yeah. and that's what Woj is saying yeah. is in a short list. Yeah. And we talked about this before he came on. I, I'm sorry. I think Jeff Van Gundy's a better coach than Doc Rivers. Why is he never considered for these jobs? I think it's just the longer it's been with him being out. Right. It's. I think more and more you're just not going to see teams go there. Right. Mark Jackson's the other name mm-hmm. that this job especially. You know, the thing about Mark that I've always wondered with certain teams that have stars, and this is one with Giannis. Mark, since he was a player, he was so good. He's great with Steph with this too, Steph Curry. He just gets in, you get in your ear. And he's just like, you're the best. You're the best. Like, he's the best corner man in the business. And like, mm-hmm. he would just build you up. And with a guy like Giannis who feeds off of that kind of stuff, like that's what everybody says in Milwaukee, is Giannis needs to be told constantly how great he is and how much he's loved. And he'd be really good at that to a point where he can also then push you, knows what buttons to push. Mark in that place, I think him on veteran teams, established teams, could be impactful even if it's short term, and that's why I'm surprised I didn't see his name name in this situation either. Now we we talk about the Knicks and trying to get through to the conference final. That mm-hmm. means that one of the top three has to get picked off mm-hmm. by Milwaukee. You would think are going to strengthen themselves by this coaching move. That that can't be good may news or for the may Knicks. not. Yeah, you don't well, know. No, they if could the get problems, it wrong. Their defense is just bad. No, I was joking with them that you hire Doc Rivers. That means there's a three one deficit that's going to be blown at some point for the Bucks. <laughs> wow, <laughs> nice, right? Yeah, but, but, but it's got. You <laughs> I'm sorry, that's gonna, but he's still a great coach. It's going to improve the Bucks. You see what Embiid's doing right now in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it, the last thing you want if you're the Knicks is to see one of the big three possibly have a chance to strengthen themselves. Okay. And that's what this is, right? Mm-hmm. Or could be. It could, yeah, well, it's getting them right because they've got a problem. Right. This also has to cat. It has to take. And you don't know. Middle of the season, you're just dropping a coach. I mean, the Islanders doing it with Patrick Wall right now where he just parachutes in out of nowhere, takes over a team that is – it's a very similar situation. Is it similar? Underachieving team that, that you got to get right, that it wasn't going to get right with the current coach. And you got to figure out if, if Doc or whoever else they hire hits the ground running with this team. But you're right. It does now take a Bucks team that you could say they're going to play themselves into. The, they're going to be their own worst enemy. You can knock off a team like that. Maybe this now makes them better. And now Boston, as we know, you know, they're just they might be the best team in the, in the league. You know, and then Philadelphia looks really good as much as as long as Embiid plays. When he doesn't, they're not very good. So um, Miami gets Rozier. Yeah. How much does that help them? It does. It gives them, I mean, he's averaging 20 a game. He's a professional scorer. They mm-hmm. need that off their bench. And, you know, Kyle Lowry gave them a good run last year. But he really did. He's 37, 38 years old. There's not really a lot left in the tank for him. They got as much as you could possibly hope to I get. I think so. Yeah, I think so. So Rozier will fit there really well, and, and they need offense, so, and so he'll provide that. So if you're the Knicks and you have a choice, you can only get one. Mm-hmm. Murray or Brown, who are you getting? DeJounte Murray? Yeah. Or Bruce Brown? Yeah, because Brown's a defensive specialist, which Tibbs loves. Yeah, and he's also off the bench. And, and you're probably going to have to give up more for Murray. Way more. Right, so the which, price which, for which Murray, way are you going? I'm going Brown. Right. Because Murray, the price for Murray is too expensive. Because the Lakers are desperate. The Lakers, by the way, Darvin Ham might not be safe. You know who else might not be safe? Tonight's game. Jacques Vaughn. Oh, he can Watch Brooklyn. Safe, right. I mean, that loss, They 22-0. Like, 
there's a, some coaches are going to start shaking out here, and then this might be one of them in Brooklyn. Keep an eye on that. But Brooklyn, uh, the Lakers, these are desperate teams, and Murray being available, and, the, and they, the Hawks have made that clear, and they purposely made it clear early to drive up some competition in price. Prices the Knicks out. The Knicks made their big deal. That was OG Ananobi. They made their roster-shaking move. They're not going to do two of them in one season. And getting uh, DeJounte Murray now would shake your starting five again, take more pieces out of your bench again, and then you wouldn't be in on things that might come available this summer when a lot of teams want to get uh, some some payroll off of their – I mean, some contracts off their payroll mm-hmm. because of a new tax structure that's coming to the league that's going to be punitive. So – you know, to me, Murray would be a nice fit on paper. I think it costs too much. You're going to pay a tax because you're the Knicks. Brown is a good fit for all the reasons you just said. And maybe I can get two for one. Maybe I can get him and then get Kyle Lowry in a buyout and add myself a experienced, smart, veteran guy, Villanova. You know, to, to just put have there yeah. as a high IQ player. It's just setting up for Jay Wright to take over at some point. It feels like <laughs> right? Right? it. feels like <laughs> it. If Jay wants it. So what's the latest on Hartenstein? Uh, it doesn't sound like tonight. I know I saw a report that said they're they're preparing to play without him tonight. He's still day to day. It's a major concern, of course, but he's listed officially as questionable. But I have seen a couple of reports saying that he probably won't. He might not go tonight. So we we've had on several people here on the show, and um, Kendrick Perkins said he th- he thought the Knicks will be in the Eastern Conference. Finals. I heard that. Yeah. Do you agree? I mean, you see them every play. I got to ask me after the trade deadline because I still think they they their bench is not strong enough mm. to win a series against some of the big hitters. I don't think they have enough off the bench, and you are going to end up having to play Jalen Brunson 38, 40 minutes a game a, a night, and you can't do that. They've got to get another ball handler, uh, and that's why I like you know if if it can be Lowry give him time tell him don't even play in March we'll see you in April get in shape and and all that stuff prepare for the playoffs but they need something like that could be Alec Burks you know it's not it's not exciting it doesn't thrill anybody but he's trustworthy he's a vet he's playing well for the Pistons they got to get something so ask me after that I give you a better answer cuz right now no so the um the Nets I read a report last week that they could have gotten from Mikel Bridges four first round drafts. I heard about And they that. held on to him because mm-hmm. they refused to rebuild. Well, yeah. you're seven games under, you're essentially rebuilding. Yeah. This is a kind of an aimless team, Alan. That's a great way to describe it because they've got a whole bunch of wings. They don't have a point guard. Mm-hmm. And Spencer Dinwiddie is not the answer. And I think everybody knows that at this point. They're not big enough. I actually think Daron Sharp, who's not playing tonight, is is better at center than they, Nick Claxton. I just think he's, he's really developed. They've done a great job developing him. But he's hurt. Um, but they have a ton of wings, and nobody really knows their role. Nobody knows. Cam Thomas comes in, and on an occasional night, he'll have 40. Because right. he's just going off. But then there's another night where he's shooting you out of it. So is Mikael Bridges your 1A? Or is he a really good like 1B, so you're looking for that 1A at the point guard position? You're right. They, they don't have an identity anymore. They don't know who they are anymore. And on top of it, there's enough talent for them to be a, a at least a play-in team. They're not being coached well. I mean, they're they're losing games, especially some matchups later on in games. They can't deal with switches for some reason. They are losing games because of coaching, and that is something that Sean Marks is going to have to address. Now he's got another two years after this, right? So would they eat that? They have to. They have I to. think they, so. Right? You're underachieving. They are not. They Don. They went. They, they were o and twenty a twenty two and o run to close a game out. They couldn't score. 
They couldn't make an adjustment. They couldn't do anything against the Clippers. That game was won. It was locked up. It was over. A head coach puts a stop to that. A good coach puts a stop to that. They have had moments throughout this season where there's just a pocket of the game where they're an abysmal team. Bad. And they're not talent-wise as bad as what we're seeing from them. So a, a coaching change more than likely has to happen there at some point. When will it be is the question. And we always we always say about teams that it's bad to be bad, but it's bad to be bad and like boring or faceless. Mm-hmm. And we just mentioned before you came in, you know, Yes is running promos for the Nets about players that are coming in. Yeah, to that play them. Oh, they're not running. Come hey, see come the see Nets against promise. LeBron James. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's a tough sell. It's a, it's, so I mean, yeah. what, what are they? I mean, they did have three big stars, and that didn't work out for them. Right. But to, even to this day, and I think Sean Marks is a smart guy. Never, I would have never given into the trade demands. What are they going to do? Mm. Quit? Well, you had to do something. Now, here's the thing: is that the the first time around when they did the KG and Paul Pierce thing, mm-hmm. and then they decided, all right, this ain't working. They pulled the plug. They got out of it. They became a fun team. Right? right, they had yeah. a bunch of young players. They had Kenny Atkinson as the coach. There was just something. There was a buzz about them, and they broke that up to the big three. Well, and what did KD say? Oh, I love this team. They had a vibe. That's the whole reason why KD was into it. He right. wanted he wanted to be a Nick. Kyrie didn't want to be a Nick, so he followed Kyrie. They went to Brooklyn. Oh, they got a vibe. Then they had that whole thing going on. Disaster. They don't have a vibe now. That's the difference. Is at least when they got out of the Kevin Garnett thing, they they did it with a bit of a vibe. That doesn't exist here, and they've got to figure that out. And I do, like I said, I do think it starts with coaching. Oh, all right. So let's double back to the Knicks, where we started essentially. It seems, and you, you you see all the coaches and the other teams. It seems like they have a vibe that they are in a position now where I think a star player might want to come here and be the last piece. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. It's just as I've traveled with the team, calling some of the games, and you go into different arenas and you talk to whether it's coaches, assistant coaches, or former players who might be working on the team and stuff. And that's exactly the sense you're getting is, you know, like, like I like the I like this team. I like the way they play. Like, they've got whatever it is, they've got it back. Um, the way certain coaches talk about Jalen Brunson. You know, Eric Spolstra just goes on and on about how much he loves Spolstra. Uh, I mean, uh, Brunson. Brunson. Right. And that's the sense you get. And then everybody always asks the same question. What star are they going to get? Who's the star? Who's going to put them over the top? And it's it's got to be the right fit. Mm-hmm. It can't just be brand name. And the funny thing is, we just saw Carl Anthony Towns put up 62. In a loss. Last night, in a loss. And that's a name that has stuck to this franchise for the last couple of years about a potential... Would that be the piece for you? I, 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 I mean... I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. Well, right. and also, whenever people, so, whenever people start to salivate about the idea of a star, and I get it, the problem is they go, "We're so close. All we need is a star." Mm-hmm. But if to get that star, you know, we have to get to get rid of a bunch of the pieces who are making us close. There's that. It's very tough to figure out exactly how to do it without sacrificing the identity Phoenix you're building. Suns. Phoenix Suns. Right. Phoenix Suns did that, and now and they're just getting better now. Yeah. But they they've gone through half the season where they've been lost, even though they have. Stars, but I, I keep going back to this. The Knicks are at a place right now where they are playing. Re- they're a really good basketball team. They're not a great team yet, because especially they don't have a bench. But they feel like a team that's in that place. You remember when they won fifty four games? They had Melo and a bunch of the older guys. Mm-hmm. Jason Kidd retired. Rashid retired, and then you had to like figure out where we're we going from here. And they made a fateful trade for Andrea Bargnani, which on paper made sense, but everything else you knew about it said this this is not. This doesn't fit who they are, and it's crashed from there. 
One false move, this whole thing can come down, and that's why you have to worry about whoever the star is going to be, if the, if you even are going to make a, a deal for a star. It's got to be the right personality, the right fit. It's got to be the Infinity Stone. And I don't know if that exists right now. I don't think that player is available. So instead, build a team that is deep, that you have Brunson and Randall who can get you 40 in, on a given night, and a deep team, and it's a very, by the way, which nobody's talking about, a very well-coached team. He's one of the best coaches in the game, Tom Thibodeau. And you have that, too. So you can be competitive doing it that way. Let me let me throw this out there. Curious for your thoughts. It's impossible that the Knicks could be in a situation like the Miami Heat we're just in, where the right matchups, the right injuries, yeah. they're not much less talented. I'm sorry, I know we all talk about how Jimmy Butler, how great Jimmy Butler well, is. It, and Jimmy Buckets in the playoffs is a special Jimmy thing. can win you games, and you want to see if can Brunson do what but, Jimmy but, Butler but right, did. But they might have a guy who can be a good that in the playoffs. Yeah. So like, could it happen? Maybe yes. you're right. Maybe you're not going to beat a loaded Celtics team fully healthy. But maybe you catch a team off one injury in the playoffs, and before you know it... You get Embiid with a bad knee, you never know in a series. like that. That's the kind of stuff that you look at. And I also like also say... Let's also look at the Detroit Pistons a bunch of years ago. They won one championship because they got lucky. They caught the Lakers when they hated each other, and they won that series. But they went to two finals, and they also went to eight straight conference finals. That's a hell of a run. Yes. Happy fan base for a long time. Give me the superstar on that team. Ben Wallace. Come on. Chauncey. Right. Rip Hamilton. But Chauncey, Jalen Brunson. Right. Right. No, no, like no. The, it's, there's no bigger star. Chauncey than... was the leader. He was Mr. Big Shot. Like That's the kind of thing. But they had a great bench. They were well coached. They were a tough team that made you play hard. And, and then when it all came together was the year the Lakers hated each other and they were just done and they met them in the finals and they were able to overcome that and win that one. That's You can also do it that way and maybe that's the way. Instead of chasing a, a brand name that might not be the best fit, might not be the right personality for the group you just built, and now you gave up a bunch of assets when it didn't really work. All right, so we have about 30 seconds. I'm just curious about this. It seems like the closest they've gotten to getting that big guy is Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Does he fit this team? Would you want Donovan Mitchell That's a great now? question. That's a great put me on the spot because I love Donovan Mitchell. I, I, I don't think I don't think now. Uh, last year, I would have told you yes, and I was mad they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. This time around, it's like, I don't know, because I don't know if they need another guy who needs the ball. I think they need a playmaker. Like, I think they need something like, like I, I can't even describe, you know what, I'll tell you who I think the perfect fit would be. He's not going to be available. Mm-hmm. Perfect fit, Devin Booker. Right. Devin Booker's the guy that if he ever became available with this group, perfect fit. But I don't know if he's ever going to be available, especially with KD and Bradley Beal there. That's Alan Hahn. You can hear him tonight. Great stuff. Uh, You can hear him tonight uh, with John Giannone. Uh, So the Knicks and the Nets from Brooklyn. That's why Alan's dressed very hip with the black turtleneck. He's going to Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I thought this is a Navy Navy turtleneck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's, it's Navy. It is Navy, but still, I thought, doesn't that fit the whole... Yeah, a little moment Sean's look. I love it. So, uh, (laughs) And you can also hear him every day from noon to three with Bart Scott on Bart and Han right before our show. Don, uh, if you want to buy Mazda, what, what do you do? Well, first of all, I need to introduce myself. Oh, it's yeah. Don LaGreca here for Ramsey Mazda. In 2024, you get more at Ramsey Mazda. More selection, over 750 new vehicles available, and more savings like a new 2024 Mazda CX-5, lease for $269 a month, or buy and get 0% financing up to 60 months. Named an IIHS top safety pick, get more in 2024 from Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely, choose Ramsey Mazda. Call 833-853-2970 for details. Zero security. Deposit fin R zero four zero nine three. 
1199, MSRP 30,750. Tax town registration extra ends 131.24. There's never been a better time for football fans than to bet the big game at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app to get in on all the action for the biggest Sunday of the football season. Can't be in Vegas for the big game? Well, BetMGM app brings the gridiron action to you with a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and prop player props. The BetMGM app is your betting home for the big game. From spectacular catches to game-winning drives, BetMGM makes every play matter more than ever. Download the app today and discover why BetMGM is the first choice for the final kickoff. The big game is here, and the end zone excitement doesn't get any bigger than this. Get off the bench and into the huddle with the king of sportsbooks. See BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21-plus years of age or older to wager and physically present in New York only. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. That's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. Han was very good. Always is. You're going to have to put the mic on. Always is. Yeah. Uh, It's the ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. This year, each qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 Superbox prizes. Be caller number 112 right now at 888-987-ESPN to select a box for the big game with a chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. You know what's brought to you, right? Right, right? 
Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey at Security Dodge. Come get some. Let's take some phone calls. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Estuardo in Carlstad. Estuardo. Hey, how you doing? This is the first time caller. Excited. Yeah. Welcome oh, aboard, buddy. All right. So I wanted to talk about uh, some points that Alan Hahn pointed out with the Nets. Okay. In regard to Jacques Vaughn. He, uh, since they set out those players and brought up the G League against the Bucks, they've gone on a terrible trend downwards. And he took the spirit of the team when he benched Cam Thomas when you got him dropping 30 points left and right, hitting a step back over LeBron's face. You know, that's who they should be focusing on having the ball and being the star of the offense. Well, I mean, that, that that's a fair point because he, he certainly can score. He's not a great defender, but I will tell you this. The whole organization is at blame for what happened against the Bucks. That that was not something that Jacques Vaughn went rogue. He just didn't. The medical people, strength and conditioning people, they all needed to rest. Everybody needed to rest and take an L that day. And you know what? I don't know. I don't believe in that karma nonsense, but it certainly seems karmic to me. They've been in the dumper since that game. It's shame on the Nets for doing that. It's disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. Scott and Warwick. Scott. Hey, how you doing? Good. You had brought up earlier that um, about how everything's going to the streaming with the Peacock and the NFL playoffs. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get your opinion because I'm paying for NFL Sunday ticket. I think it was 300 or 350 I already have Prime, and now they're starting to put certain games on Peacock. You know, when when is enough enough for the fans? I mean, you know, yes, they're getting billions, but the fans, you know, we just want to be able to afford Well, let's it. ask you. So when's enough enough? You, when do you quit? Yeah, when, do you when, quit when would them? you quit? Well, I didn't go get Peacock. Okay. That's for sure. And, which is the, funny, yeah, which is the funniest line games. to draw because it's the, it's the best deal of everything you could do. The ticket's the real ripple. You know what I, I, I didn't like, Scott, too? Is that when you bought the ticket, you thought you were going to get every game, but you don't. It's it's not every game. It's but that was always the case. Whether it was going to be on Amazon, NFL Network, Thursdays were not going to be on the package. You're always going to pay the package, whether it's YouTube, Correct. whether it's DirecTV. Those games weren't available. But I understand your point. You want to get the uh, the Sunday ticket. Now you got to get Peacock for the playoff game. Now you got to get Amazon for the Thursday games. I don't know. Where does it end in baseball? Where I got to get Amazon? I've got to get AT and T, Apple TV. I've got to get uh, yeah. I got to get Peacock too. Yeah, same thing in the NHL. Like an ESPN Plus. I mean, that's just the way it is. Listen, we're not going to say here. It's it's wrong. It's terrible, but it's not going to end because people will continue to pony up. I mean, because people want their sports. I just think that everything's going out of control, and we've been predicting this for years now. I think at some point there's going to be a consolidation of all the streaming services, like a bundle with cable. Everybody wants to get away from the cable bundle, and they're going to get a bundle with streaming because you can't have all these different streaming services. Here's $10.99 here, a $12.99 here, $15.99 without commercials, $5.99. It's ridiculous. But the one thing the NFL has over the other leagues, they have to have the game. The game has to be be on over the air. So now, listen, we all want to consume things nationally but I don't have to I don't have to get Peacock if the Giants make a playoff or the Jets make the playoffs and it's on Peacock because it'll be available to me whatever channel in New York they're going to have when the locals are on Thursday I don't have to get Amazon but people want to consume out of town but Michael baseball game's on Amazon or the game's on Peacock or, or, or the game's on Apple it's not available over the air 
you know, same thing with hockey. If the if the Rangers are on ESPN Plus, they're on ESPN Plus. They don't make it available. Other same thing with the NBA. So at least the NFL has that. It's just that people love watching the out of town games more than they do in other sports because of betting. One thing, and everybody just loves to watch the sport. But the only way it ends to that last caller, and I don't think it will, is when people finally say enough is enough is enough. And maybe they'll do it with the other sports first. With football, football knows it can keep squeezing, and you're going to keep giving up money. You just are. But I guess the difference. have to have it. But I guess the difference between cable and the apps is that when the when the Yankees went to MSG and the Mets went to Sports Channel, I was going to get a sports package that was going to have MSG and it was going to have right. Sports Channel. Here, I've got to take. I got to get Peacock for that one possible game. Yep. I've got to get this. So you end up paying a lot for something that you only use on occasion. Yeah, you can cancel it and then get it again next year if they happen to be on. It, it is a pain. I get it. It's And it's it's very costly. And even if you're not a sports fan, I mean, really, my wife's not a sports fan. The only one who really watches sports in the house is me and, and Charlie occasionally. And our cable bill, no exaggeration, is 360 bucks. That's cable. That's even before the streaming packages. It's it's How can an average person but, afford but, but, it? But it's, it's the same everywhere. Like, Nancy fell in love with the show, and I like it, too. The Shrinking Show with uh, Harrison Ford and mm-hmm. J- Jason Siegel. That's on Apple. But we also have gotten the the Frasier reboot. That's on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah. You know, and I have to have Disney for the kids. So I find myself, even, even non-sports, it's like th- there could be four or five different shows I'm into that are on four or five different apps. And that's why it's so important for them to have those, like, one big... The only reason I got Paramount+, Plus is for the Stallone show. Tulsa King. Oh, me, too. Really? Yeah, no. That was the reason I got it. And you know what? Paramount Plus isn't bad. There's a lot of good shows on that. No, you but there's also the things stuff. I don't like. Yeah, there's a lot. But of But I stuff got you don't it like. because I like the offer, the, right. the, the, the Godfather thing. And then, but I always but now, the Frasier. But. but by the way, if you didn't have cable this week and you were trying to watch the playoff games, you needed Peacock, Paramount, and there's a f- was a Fox. Fox doesn't stream. It's weird. There's no Fox Sports. No, stream? Fox doesn't stream. They've held out. This whole thing is not fully coming, has not fully come together yet. Well, you know what will come together? When you read something that's going to help people. This is a better help commercial message. It's the time of year for resolutions. But let's think about it for a second. All right. Some things you want to change. Some things you want to keep the same. Build on your strengths, your talents. Sure, create some positive goals. Maybe be more organized. Improve on how we use our time. Whatever it may be. BetterHelp encourages you to make a point to adapt positive coping skills. Create healthy boundaries, all right? BetterHelp wants to empower you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Complete a brief online questionnaire, get matched to a licensed therapist, and you can always change therapists at no cost. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Peter today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Peter today. All righty, guys. Peter Rosenberg here to tell you about my friends over at Bath Fitter. They remodel my bath. It's an incredible job. Customized it for my knees. Process super easy. One expert installer. Done in a day. No demo. No mess. Bath Fitter is a permanent, high-quality solution with a lifetime guarantee. Three million happy customers like me. For a limited time, get 0% interest or save $500 a month. Oh, sorry. Or save $500, I should say, on a complete Bath Fitter system. Wow. Save 500 bucks on your Bath Fitter system. Start designing your bath today like I did at bathfitterdesign.com. There's only one Bath Fitter.
Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.